the Colby Brothers Podcast. Well, let me tell you something, brother. My name is Michael. I've always dreamed about having a brother. Colby Brothers. You're my kid brother. You take care of me. Michael is the music guy. I'm the movie guy. Put us together. We're the Colvin Brothers. New bad time. Same bad channel. You're listening to the Colvin Brothers. You was my brother, Charlie. You should have looked out for me a little bit. So... What does your brother do to you? Perhaps we're long lost brothers. Holden Brothers on Z93. The clock on the wall said 3 o'clock. Number 6 for Colden. Stephen Mike. Mom always likes you best. Oh, brother. Colvin Brothers. Ash Brown. On Z93. Color by number. Color by number.
Good afternoon, everybody. It's Sunday, and you know what that means. It's time for the Colvin Brothers on Z93. Theme this week, Color by Numbers there, Man Milk. Color by Numbers with uh, Orange Crush from R.E.M., a big statement song when they switched from IRS to Warner Brothers back, I want to say, in 1989. Now, that's a band where all four guys are still around, yet they won't get together and play. That gets me upset, because now that the pandemic's over, you're starting to see the shows coming back. R.E.M. and Pearl Jam are the two that I've always wanted to see and never quite got there. R.E.M. uh, has been around for a while. I was actually checking out some of their greatest hits albums. They put out two. I think there was one. No, there's like there's about 30 like every other <laughs> band. I prefer the the early days of R.E.M. when they had that birdsy, velvet underground, jangly guitar thing. After Michael Stipe became kind of a cultural signpost, I was like, ah, too much. I have this on cassette. This was the band's sixth studio album called Green, and I don't know, if you bought it for me, you, you probably brought it for me from Tape Town. No, I probably got it from the old radio station. It used to be a pile, and it was meant that there was like either CDs and certainly vinyl in those days, and there would just be a pile of records, and you just, you would have at it, and I was like, oh, my brother liked this, and that's how I hooked you up. That's the way it is, kid. It's good to be back in the studio. Last week, we were out and about. It's a little bit uh, cooler in here, I will say. Last week, <laughs> last time we were in the studio, it was so freaking hot, Yeah, but I think they figured out the AC in the building, but uh, so cool to be out at Stuff the Bus. We had so many people there from 10 to 4 last Sunday, all of our cast of characters, not to mention um, we met a lot of new people, too, that listen to the show. Yeah, Brian the Cartman, and uh, he says he's been with Stop and Shop for 20 years, is a longtime fan of ours, and particularly Rock and Steve, who... <laughs> Joined us for a break. Steve Steve wasn't as exactly thrilled with his role. I'm like, Steve, this is what you are known for. Uh, I just wish I could be taken a little bit more seriously than Mick. All right, well, maybe next time we'll put him in a puddle. We'll just he, have cars he, by. He wants, <laughs> he wants to do Steve's peeves. I'm like, Steve, you have to earn that, okay? The next song that we're going to play, again, because it's the Color by Numbers theme, is Bruce Springsteen, Pink Cadillac. Now, now this was a B-side, kid. I know, a B-side. to uh, Dancing in the Dark. Yes, it was. Yes. Um, but one of the cool stories that I was uh, finding out as I, as I was preparing for the show, Bette Midler added Pink Cadillac to the set list for her 1982-83 Detour Tour uh-huh. and uh, recorded the song for inclusion on her 1983 No Frills album. However, Bruce stepped in and said, no, you can't do that there, Bette. So <laughs> he took it and said, no, you're not allowed to do it. So it was blocked from her doing it on the album. I'm surprised that it, it does date back to the Nebraska sessions, which uh, were from 1982. So the timeline fits. Uh, interestingly enough, though, he had put the single out. It was a B-side that I believe charted, which was very rare in the 80s. I think only Prince was doing that on a regular basis. But Natalie Cole, a few years later, had a hit with it. Yeah, I read about that. And uh, Bruce was mainly upset because he told Bet he said, this isn't a girl song. <laughs> So you can't have it on your album, and uh, it was a big deal, and you know, good for Bruce. Yeah, Bruce. I remember this time. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, something that Dot Taylor will appreciate. This song uh, was featured at WrestleMania Six, Pink oh, Cadillac. That's why I, I was like, like Stephen picking Bruce. Now I get it. Now I get it. Diamond Dallas Page drove the car out with Rhythm and Blues, which was Honky Tonk Man and Greg Valentine <laughs> at the Sky Dome in Toronto. So here it is, Bruce Springsteen, Pink Cadillac, with the Coleman Brothers on Z ninety three. Well, you may find a foolin' for the foolish things I do.
I think getting a second win takes a totally different meaning when you're participating in a chili eating contest. Color Between the Lines with the Colvin Brothers on Z93.
It's the Coleman Brothers on Z93, color by numbers, The Fix, Red Skies. Red Skies at night for our good friend Lane Majority. I'm so sick of these lame songs the two of you have been picking on your themes. <laughs> <laughs> that was an early MTV classic. The Fix, one of those bands that are really now only known for one thing leads to another. That's the one, that was that, that's the cliched fix tune here. Yep. But I saw them a couple times. I saw them open for the Moody Blues in 86 at SPAC with Artie Brown. And then I saw them uh, on their Artie own. Brown. Yeah, on their own at uh, the Chance a few years later. Marty Brown. Uh, yep, sure. On the way down, when when you could go to a show and then hang out with the band afterwards. So I had a nice long conversation with Cy Kern. Lane Bajardi may have been with me. It was a wonderful show and a band that should really be remembered for more than just that one tune. Do you have any more of those road signs that you and Artie stole from back in the day? Uh, I think that he ended up with them. It's so funny because I still have that instinct to me. I'm like, no, no, I'm, I'm a 51 year old man with a career in a radio show. I can't be stealing signs. I, I drove by because I'm always like trying to keep Emmett off my back. There's an obscure turn uh, in Ulster County where you can get a Mahoney sign very easily. And I'm like, yeah. ah, I could, but ah, no, my luck, I'll get caught and then I'll lose my kid. Uh, continue the show and sharpen your pencil. <laughs> the Colvin Five. Are you ready for the Colvin Five? Five. 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 On Z93. All right, the Colvin Five, sponsored by Joker Inc., handling all your embroidery and screen printing needs. Let Will know we sent you jokerinc.com. That's I N K. Dot com and Tanner, as well as Bryce, now have their own gears. Did uh, Joker Inc. turn my daughter into an ad? It looked like that's what happened. I'm, I'm fine with it. I just what I, what I did was I took a picture of her holding the shirt because it's you know twice her size, but it's yeah. a wonderful shirt. And the way that it came out, like she had her head in such a way that it just looked really cool. And the next thing I know, Joker Inc. is sharing it, and then they put in their own headline, which I think is wonderful. Yeah, good for kids, good for all ages, Joker Inc. And what was cool too about Stuff the Bus is. People that were giving us uh, huge donations, mm -hmm. we were able to go in our cardboard box that Will gave us. We handed him a Colvin Brothers Z93 t-shirt, so yep. it was good to have some swag. And we got rid of it already, folks, so if you didn't get it and you got those green eyes, we'll get some more for you. Yeah, I was, I was strongly considering sending one of our masks to Cousin Kirsten because she could use some swag. Well, I haven't worn a mask since uh, September, Exactly. Cause. She lives in Texas where COVID never happened, so you're not getting one, Kier. So the question that we're asking this week for the Colvin 5 topic of the week on the Colvin Brothers on Z93 Facebook page, say that five times fast, No, kid. I can't. That's why you do all the nuts and bolts. So, <laughs> what do you prefer as we hit the summer? Are you a lake person? Are you an ocean person? There's usually one or the other. Yeah, well, if Breckman, our producer, were here, he's at his lake, but he, we already know what he would pick. I love going to the lake because it's chill. I do oh. like the lake because we, we go to a lake too upstate. Mm -hmm. But the thing with the lake, in my opinion, and this is going back to Peach Lake when we used to hang out with Grandpa Tom and, and Uncle Paul. Essie and Uncle Paul. And, and Uncle John. And Bar Give me and, some Barbara. Oh, hey, Ben. <laughs> what are you doing? You playing the Twisted Sisters? Here, yell, yell at Cousin Alan as, uh, as Aunt Barbara. Hey, Crunch, get off the dock. John's going <laughs> to knock you in. <laughs> So I have memories of going to the lake all the time, but to me, I was always afraid of like stepping in the seaweed or stepping the in- The muck. It was the muck. Yeah, it's just kind of, you know, a little yucky. Well, because, you know, at that time, nobody ever thought of water shoes. Like Bryce is right here. Bryce, when you go in the lake, what do you wear? Water shoes. Yeah, so she even knows. They're, they're, they're the plastic shoes with the holes on top, so the water just sifts right through them. Makes all the world of difference, because I'm the same way. i like, oh, there's there's slime on that rock. Yuck. But yeah. Um, I'm, yeah, I'm definitely lake. If I do the lake, I go fishing. I used to go fishing with, uh, with Dad up at Lake Champlain. Um, but for me, the ocean, when me and Albert went out to our baseball tour in San Diego, mm. I got killed by the waves, man. I was like, I started at one part, let's say one part of this building, and I was all the way over by 55 when it was all over. Yeah, yeah. At, at some point, I'm going to bring Bryce. Now, I haven't done the ocean since I used to go to Atlantic City on the regular. Oh, Wildwood, CC, Seaside yeah, yeah, Heights. it's coming. I don't think we're going to do it this summer, but I think next summer I'll go, I'll go down for the Wildwood experience. Watch the tram car. Please watch the tram car. And we got a good list here. So we're going to start off with number five, Brian, who is the cart guy over at Stop and Shop again. 
Brian Cartman Stop and Shop. Referencing uh, Stuff the Bus. He said he's ocean all the way. I love getting a little sand in my toes, but it's been a few years, so I'm sure I'll swing back once the time comes. My good friend Stacy in the WV, definitely the ocean. She could lay on the beach all day. The thing is, too, a lot of lakes have the beach, so it's kind. Of, that's why I had you change it because originally you had beach or lake, but mm. beach is also associated with the lake. Is that it's what also we have. associated with Bed Midler, which is what we were talking about in the first hey, break. Nice tie, hey, kid. Okay. Hey, you're doing. You're learning callbacks like Jerry Seinfeld. I'm loving it. <laughs> Speaking of upstate, Joanna and Jason are big lake people up in Gluttersville. But if you ask Joanna, she's still going to say she wants to go to the ocean because she can't get anywhere near it. What is she like in? Uh, she's in Centerville or something like that, right? She is way, way, way she up. Chicagoville, that's an old John Tobin thing. Whatever he couldn't come up with the name of it. Oh, he lives in East Chicagoville. Yes! Oh, it's George Taylor. I guess it's my, my turn to do him. Lake for me. Ocean water is salty and has animals that want to eat you. Yes! <laughs> George, George put on our Facebook page uh, an action figure from the movie Jaws yes. of Alex Kittner, which I referenced last time on the show. And he's like, I appreciated that good laugh, but you did say the name wrong. <laughs> did you really? <laughs> that's usually I, what I do. I added an S. I said Kistner instead uh, of Kittner. So thanks, George. And the big closer. Oh, it's me, Woody Kid. Woody, he's a Woody, and he knows who he is. And Woody was, uh, although he was at the wrong stop and shop last <laughs> week, his girlfriend was nice enough to take some pictures. He kept trying to bring perishable food items yeah, it's to like the Woody, food drive. The, the oysters, clams, and Bubba Burgers were just never going to cut it in the big truck. Because we, we don't know how long it takes to unload that. The pantry yeah. guy was very cool, too. I want to shout out Mike from the pantry. Yes. Food pantry. Very big classic rock fan. We, it, it turns out he's a little bit older than me, but we saw a lot of the same shows. I always love talking shop with a guy from that era. A little bit of a close talker. Steve... <laughs> <laughs> But what he said, Billy Ocean, Caribbean Queen, kid. I was gonna do, and I'm not lying. I was gonna do this joke about Woody, where he got it. He thought that the the question was Billy Ocean or Greg Lake from Emerson Lake and Palmer. But he <laughs> he actually did Billy Ocean without me even going there. So that's yeah. that that's why you're the closer, Woody. That's why you're the best. I have lots of thoughts. All right, folks, that's the Colvin Five. Any color you like. Who your name? It's the brown. It's the white. It's the blue. It's the orange. It's the pink. Why am I Mr. Pink? You're listening to The Colvin Brothers on Z93.
The Coleman Brothers on Z93, Color by Numbers, Grateful Dead, Touch of Grey. Now, this is the Dead's first ever video, and I think we touched on it on an older show. And if you go back and watch the video, which Bryce might dig it if she's not scared of it. No, uh, she, she loves that stuff. She, yeah. She's always like doing things with skeletons and ghosts. Yeah, so it's all skeletons with wigs, yep. and it's, it's very entertaining. So definitely go back and watch it. It reminded me mm-hmm. of Chester Copperpot. Do you know who Chester Copperpot is? I want to. He's from the movie. <laughs> it sounds the, like Miles Cowperthwaite from uh, Saturday Night Live. He's from the movie The Goonies, which just celebrated their 36th anniversary this past Monday. Oh. That's a movie that I think Bryce would be into watching. And it's a fun and all I know is I dated the same girl that dated Chunk. And yes, it, yeah, that, I've got I've got that connection to the movie. Ah, oh, nice pilot's jacket. <laughs> <laughs> so one of the cool things with uh, the Colvin family, me and Michael, we both DJ. Michael's got his DJ business. I got my DJ business. I think we always talk about your website. We're going to talk about mine right now. Oh, Col- is it back up? Yeah, Colvin and Company. <laughs> Company.com. Mm-hmm. Our brother Christopher, when he was alive, had his own business. So uh, Aunt Cheryl did uh, undercover wear. Does she still do undercover wear? Uh, you know, I don't think Aunt Cheryl's done anything in 30 years except for <laughs> try to figure out how to use apps. I'm going to Florida. I'll see you in three months. <laughs> Can you change Christmas Eve to the 26th for me? Yeah, let's do that. So our niece, Brianna, uh, who goes by Breezy, that's her nickname, mm-hmm. uh, Breezy, she has this new thing. She's working at Tavern 23. She's been there for quite a while. And it's over at uh, Verrazano Boulevard in Poughkeepsie. I, I have to get out there for lunch and maybe- oh, They've got great food. In fact, I stole one of their recipes. They do a thing with kibasi, pierogies, and corn. And I figured out, I mean, I, I don't have it as good as theirs, but I figured out how to do it at home. And I call it Bryce because it's what uh, we were eating the night that her mother's water broke. Oh, okay. So to this day, I'm like, Bryce, Bryce like, Dad, what are we having? I'm like, you. <laughs> <laughs> We'll have to get over there. And, we're, and you know what? We did a video and we did uh, Stuff the Bus, and people are really enjoying that. The views are really high. I guess they just want to see what the Colvin brothers look like. Uh, I look like an old man. Two handsome <laughs> fellas. So we're going to have to go there and, and try the tea and do it like a Facebook Live type thing. Sure. Um, but yeah, Brianna is the, the waitress bartender over there. And uh, it's an easy pouring, easy sipping, easy time tea. Uh, they leave the bubbles out and let the tea do all the talking. I like that. So if you're into that kind of thing, go to their Facebook page, give them a like, follow them on Instagram. The Instagram one is breezy underscore tea, and uh, it's a hard tea. It's a cooler cocktail. Zeus, their dog, who's been over at uh, your house quite often. Right? Yeah, not, not to be confused with the guy that thought he was the owner of Mahoney's for three weeks. I was... <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Steven, here, the band playing. Take this mop. (laughs) I'll never forget it. His boss took a picture of me when I had my feet up during the band. Yeah, I know. And sent it to you. He's like, oh, this is what your brother does in between sets. I'm like, what else am I going to do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have a band here and a DJ, man. So anyways, we got to give a shout out to Breezy T. Check it out. Her fiance, Chris, does all of the marketing, and he's really good with all that stuff. He's a money man. So we're going to have to talk to him, and uh, we'll, we'll have to feature them on the Colvin Brothers on Z93 Facebook page. We can bring him in here. And we'll eventually we'll get out there, and we'll do a Facebook Live video, mm-hmm. and we'll try the tea together. That, that works for me. So that's Breezy T. What do you think? I think that if you're a Colvin or a Colvin adjacent, you've got to have your own business. Stop over there. Say hello to Breezy. And uh, our next song, Mr. Blue Sky yeah. from ELO. You know who this is for. Who is it for? Maxine True, Breezy's niece and our niece. Oh, Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> yeah, we did a, a part. It was like one of the last family get-togethers before the pandemic hit. Our cousin Star Oh, graduated. thank you so much for giving a shout-out to Star. <laughs> Star, get in here. Can you hear, can you hear <laughs> the Cohen brothers talking about you again? So she came in um, She came into New York for her New York party. She had parties <laughs> like in 13 states. And 
Um, I was waiting for everybody to get there, and, and Rosaria, Breezy T's sister, uh, was like, Uncle Michael. I'm like, yeah. She's like, can you play Guardians of the Galaxy, that blue song? My Man Maxine is a favorite song. So I played it like five times. She just like was dancing the whole time while I was setting up. It was a beautiful thing. So we're doing it for her. All right. It's also off of Raz's favorite movie, Paul Blart Mail Cop. Oh, there's going to be a Paul Bart 3. I was watching Blockbuster, last one. Oh, yeah. I like that one. You want to go to Bend with me? Oh. <laughs> it's the Coleman Brothers on Z93.
You're listening to the Colvin Brothers in color. Silent breed is people on Z93. Hey, where did we go? Days when the rains came. Down in the hollow. Playing a new game. Laughing and a running. Hey, hey. Skipping and a jumping in the misty morning fog with our oh, hearts that thumping and you, a brown eyed girl. Brothers on Z93, Color by Numbers, Van Morrison, Brown Eyed Girl. I still play it at every wedding that I DJ. Yeah, it's a song that you can play for any crowd, of any age group, doesn't matter. I realize that the song is 54 years old at this point. Don't care, Stone Cold Classic. Some of our diehards were asking, where are the games? So we got a brand new game right now. Yeah, well, we couldn't really do one last week because we were doing that. I was getting hit with, like, not enough Colvin Brothers this week. I'm like, we're at a live event. <laughs> if you had come to the live event, you would have had more Colvin Brothers. Than you. In fact, the girls from Catholic Charities left early because they got too much Colvin Brothers. Yeah, man. But- <laughs> and they were buying perishable food items. <laughs> yes, but uh, but uh, you know again you know on occasion and we're trust me we were very very happy to be out live but it's a different show when we're not in the studio so now what's the game so if this is called conversation starter featuring Mad Mike okay it can oh. feature the Sizz it can feature anybody really okay. I would, but I'm, I'm here so I guess it's featuring I me. would love to do it one time with uh, Lewis. Versus Woody. Okay. I think that would be... We can get them in here. Hashtag comedy. Yes. They, they've got nothing else going on Sundays at 3. Oh, thank you so much for uh, mentioning <laughs> my name. I appreciate that. 
All right, conversation started with Mad Mike. So if you found him in a bar when he wasn't working, which is very rare, here's some questions that you should sit down and offer him uh, a Corona and hear the questions. Here we go. Number one, what's the most ridiculous fact you know? Uh, my favorite piece of trivia whenever I'm around sports uh, enthusiasts is uh, 1974, the AL Rookie of the Year was the former college roommate of the NFL Rookie of the Year. And the first name of one was the last name of the other. Who was it? Lynn Swan and Fred Lynn. I'm not making that up. Oh, Fred Lynn was a, was a Red was, Sox Fred, back He was then? a Red Sox, and of course, Lynn Swan was a Steeler, and that, that is a 1,000% verifiable fact, and I, I always get people with that. Number two, in 40 years, what will people be nostalgic for? Now, the Colvin brothers, the Colvin family, were very nostalgic, so when you try to move us, as uh, our brother-in-law Christopher just found out, we have a lot of crap. Mm -hmm. So in 40 years, what do you think people are going to be nostalgic for in Fla 40 years? Flash drives. Flash drives? Uh, I think they're going to be nostalgic for uh, smartphones. I think that, that, that there's going to be something that replaces them eventually. We're just going to be like touching the air and talking to people? It's probably, I mean, think about how ridiculous a, a smartphone would have been to 1981 Grandma Colvin. What do you mean? I, that, <laughs> mine is white and gold. <laughs> I'm still impressed that Dad bought one, which I which I now have in my hand. Mm -hmm. uh, he, but he would still respond to text messages, K. Yeah. Number three, what's the best type of cheese? <laughs> I don't like any cheese. Well, no, I shouldn't say I, I famously lactose intolerant, but I'll suffer for my pizza, so I gotta go with mozzarella. Mozzarella. For a little big ziti. I had some big ziti recently. Eat your minigot! Number four, if your five-year-old self suddenly found themselves inhabiting your current body, what would your five-year-old self do first? We very rarely did anything as a family back then because mom was so busy popping babies for eight years. But around that time, we took a trip upstate and, you know, obviously everybody was still alive then. Yeah. But I remember going to uh, Storytown and it became Great Escape. I don't even know if it's open anymore. It might be one of those... Um, Six Flags took it over. It's yeah, open. yeah. But, but the thing is, is it's one of those places where they don't pay enough for the kids to give up unemployment. So I don't, I don't think they opened yet. <laughs> but my memories of Storytown... Yeah. Uh, and especially with our sister Jennifer, who went there way more times than I did. That's probably what I would do. All right, number five, what is the weirdest thing you have seen in someone else's home? I guess those textured glass candles with, like, Jesus or Mary on them. Well, you can get those at the dollar store. You can get them, at, yeah, they, 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 they sell them in, 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 in grocery stores. I'd never owned one, but I've, I've seen them in houses. It just it throws me off. Number six, this is the last one, the big oh, closer, big, I guess we'll call it. Big closer, Bryce, big closer. Now, if you look at Michael's uh, personal Facebook page back in the 80s and the 90s, there wasn't any outfits that Michael wouldn't wear. That's true. What is the most embarrassing thing you ever were worn? I don't think I was ever embarrassed, but we've mentioned this guy before, Bob Curcio, who swears he's coming in in September and going to do the show with us. He was the uh, owner and proprietor of Mushroom Records. He lives in Clark Gable's old house in L.A. He's, he's a wild dude. So he was originally, we talked about this, he was the guy that convinced me to do We Are the World at the Air Jam and do all the characters. So there was another time, he, he just like saw what I was wearing and he's like, that's not that's not Mike the Psych. You don't look like Mike the Psych. I was probably like, you know, just I was just matching more than normal, like, you know, wearing teal or yellow or whatever. It was 1986. Yeah. And he's like, I dare you to come tomorrow to school in the ugliest outfit you can put together. I <laughs> dare you. And I'll buy you fries because I used to always eat fries at, yeah, at, yeah. in the cafeteria. And there is a photo of it. It was these pants that, you know, in those days, they would just look like, you know, you took like uh, an artist palette and just like threw paint it at the pants. So it was like every color of the rainbow there, and it's our color shows, it's appropriate. Yeah. I always had a different, I had about 40 pairs of sunglasses back then, so I probably had my most outlandish sunglasses that were like one side was a different shape than the oh, other. Oh yeah, I used You've to wear those. those. Yep. Right, and then, those and then for the piece de resistance, I had 
one of those Mexican serapes over the top of me. You know, one of those, it's like a blanket with a hole yeah, yeah. in it, like My, Mickey uh, Dolan's wears yeah, Christopher, in Christopher, I think, would wear that back in the 90s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mickey Dolan's would wear it in the, in the old monkeys videos. So it, it, it's a combination that each part on their own was meant for something else, but I did it together. All right, do you have the picture? I do. So I'm going to remind you because you're going to forget five minutes after the show. I will, but uh, yeah, it's uh, it's on my page, so I'll just post it to the Colton Brothers. All right, we're going to post it on there. There it is. It's a little conversation starter with Mad Mike. This next song, I'm going to enjoy this. I've been waiting for weeks to get it on the show. I'm going to turn the lights down. I'm going to relax. This is for the Sizz. This is Pearl Jam. This is Black. We're the Colton Brothers on Z93.
Color by Numbers with the Colvin Brothers. Just a whole bunch of lemon on Z93. Back, baby. 
It's the Colvin Brothers on Z93, Color by Numbers, and Ram Jam, Black Betty. This song is the ultimate audience song. I used it to pump up the crowd for 6,000 fans at Quinnipiac University when we did men's hockey. Mm. And if you go to Yankee Stadium, and if you probably remember a couple weeks ago when we were there, yeah. there's this uh, feature that comes on the, <laughs> the video board that looks exactly like our show member, Woody. Yeah. When he says, you know, let's get the crowd roaring, and they start oh, blasting it's, the it's song. It's amazing how many cultural signposts there are for Woody. Like, big surprise, I'm the one that puts together our promo photos. I'm having more and more fun with it, but I very rarely use the real Woody. Well, I'll use Woody from Toy Story. I'll use Carson Daly, and I got to find out who the guy is that the Yankees use in that uh, in between inning thing. Because I'll it's use like a cartoon to... picture. Yeah, yeah. So I'll, I'll I, see... I think I have it on my Facebook. I'll find it for you. Get it to me. And uh, you know, you were talking before about how you've been trying to find a way to work in Pearl Jam's Black. I've been trying to find a way to work in Black Betty because uh, it, it fits a few of the things we've already done. It's got a girl's name in it. It's a one hit wonder. And uh, today it's Black. This is our our Black Sweep. We had Black from Pearl Jam, Black Betty, and then there's a tribute to our brother Christopher that's coming up as well. Who died today? Who died today returns to the show, and I got one for you. Okay, Ooh. In 2010, American country music singer, television host, actor, and businessman Jimmy Dean dies at 81 years old. And you know what he's famous for, in addition to the sausage. I was going to mention the sausage because Grandpa would always have those at the Army Trades. Hey, Michael, you want a Jimmy Dean sausage? <laughs> um, yeah, he was uh, he was Big Bad John. Big Bad John. Well, that's how that's probably got him into uh, the Hall of Fame then, that song, right? Well, a lot of people mistake it for Johnny Cash. It's like one of those things where if you go to YouTube, it's it's the same thing happens with, um, with Brown Eyed Girl. People think it was Jimmy Buffett. But he did later do a version of it, but yeah. So Jimmy Dean, with it was like a talk song, yeah. And it was uh, in that time you could release a tune and top all of the charts. So it was number one country, number one pop, and then number one R and B, whatever they were calling it in those days. Um, and it was just this monster song. He could have had a career doing just that, and he said no. Yep. I'm going to do sausage, and I'm going to do it right, and God bless him for it. Yeah, he did a little bit of everything. He was on the Jimmy Dean Show, Diamonds Are Forever. Mm-hmm. Um, he was the sidekick. Breck's going to appreciate this. He was the sidekick to one of Breck's favorite shows, to Fess Parker on the Daniel Boone Show. Oh, Daniel Boone. I can still <laughs> sing the Want me to sing the theme? Yeah, I can do it, No, Breck. no, 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 Breck, no. Oh, boy. And then later on, he was a, he was on the big screen in a supporting role as billionaire Willard White in the James Bond movie, Diamonds Are Forever, 1971. You know, if you were in a James Bond movie, then you are forever. You remembered. I did, actually. Yes, I, I did. I, um, there, I've, I've said this before. There's supposed to be three Colvin brothers. Our family just had, you know, one of the worst hands ever dealt. Uh, and our brother Christopher, uh, before he passed in May of 2014, let us all know that this was his song. I wouldn't have I wouldn't have realized it had he not told me. Yeah, I like this song. I might have even turned him on to it when I was working at the other station. But I'll never forget. I think it was Christmas Day. Um, I can't remember the year, but Christopher played it for Dad, mm. and he's like, he's and he's like, uh, I can't do Christopher's voice, but he was like, I know that you are very stuck into the fifties and doo wop, <laughs> but I want you to hear this song. So Dad played along for about thirty <laughs> seconds. And he said, "No, oh, it's crap." <laughs> I was going through some old video last night and I was looking for something and I found like this classic moment of all of us together in 1991 where it really paints a picture of how awful we were as people. Like we could do one of those Goldbergs type uh, sitcoms about our family. I was the Goldberg kid. I always had the camera and dad would say, turn that off. Within a space of like 40 seconds, mom tells me, Michael, if you're late for dinner again, I'm not feeding you. Jennifer, (laughs) Jennifer, our sister Jennifer, who we just lost. Just yeah. turns to me. He's like, "You're getting fat, brother." And I'm like, <laughs> and then like, and then I, the, the camera pants to you, and you're like 14. You just give it the finger, like not even a word. So I'm gonna find that and post that on the page too. All right, Christopher, we miss you. This is my Chemical Romance, The Black Parade. We are the Colvin Brothers on Z93. When I was a young boy, 
My father took me into the city to see a marching band. He said, son, when you grow up, would you be the savior of the broken, the beaten and the damned? He said, will you defeat them, your demons and all the non-believers, the plans that they have made? Because one day I'll leave you a phantom to lead you in the summer to join the Black Parade.
WBWZ, New Falls, Poughkeepsie. We're the Colvin Brothers on Z93, Color by Numbers. Yes. Me and Michael, we like to uh, let our listeners know what you should be binging, what you should be watching. Now, I get made fun of from my cousin Alan because I'm all about the nostalgia, so I'm currently slow binging Cheers and The Wonder Years, but uh, there was a show on Netflix called The Last Blockbuster. I learned a lot from watching the uh, documentary. Yeah. And I kind of remember when the video age first came out. We didn't get our first VCR until 1985. I bought one for my father that Christmas. Hitachi. But um, in... Uh, uh, 1982 or so, when they started releasing home videos, the studios mistakenly thought yeah. that people would be willing to pony up $100 to own E.T., and it didn't work out. Which Ann Cheryl was telling us at, uh, I think, Aunt Lisa's barbecue last October, she was telling us that she got Benjamin, uh, who's a big Ghostbusters fan, the the old movie, and it was like around 85 bucks. Yeah. And before you could rent movies, that's how much these things cost. Um, the prices were ridiculous. And uh, for us, right down the street, we had what was called the video zone, and we touched upon that before. <laughs> and Dad would never want to drive. I'm not going to go out of my way. It's 25 minutes to Blockbuster. So we would go to the local one. Mm-hmm. So it was a treat to go to Blockbuster. But which was good about Blockbuster compared to the local video zones or video treats or any well, of those selection places. Selection was one. You had 10 of the movie that you wanted. Sometimes later years, 100 of a popular movie that just came out. Yeah, they, they definitely knew how to read the room. And as the uh, video, the home video market switched from VHS to DVD, they yep. were pretty early on that, too. I, I, I have more memories of renting the DVDs than I do with the VCR. But again, I, I could walk to one for a number of years when I was living in Poughkeepsie. Yeah, the one that we had was across from the old Hole Bowl on Route 9, which then eventually turned into... Uh, Alto Music? Before Alto Music, it was... Oh, um, wasn't it a Gateway? Gateway, gateway. yeah. yeah we had, had the cow yes. uh, painted on the side. The hor- and, and it went out of business <laughs> for like forgot, 10 years. I forgot that was a blockbuster. Yep. Like, wow. That's where my friend Sean worked for many okay, years. Okay, okay. But yeah, so the last blockbuster, it's in Bend, Oregon, uh, which our friend Dickie lives somewhere close to that. Mm-hmm. Sa- Sandy Harding, uh, who was probably on 2,000 shows to be interviewed, I mean, people just went nuts for this. Yeah, is the GM, and it's the last one since 2019. Originally, it was called Pacific Video, and uh, I guess they're still making a profit because Dish Network, who owns Blockbuster, the name, keeps them open. And well, keeps after that, them. after that documentary came out, there's no way Dish Network is going to um, relinquish it. So yeah, there, you know what? And there should be a Blockbuster. I don't know if it's ever going to turn the way of like you know it wasn't that long ago where the idea of a record store was preposterous. Yeah, and Dark Side, if you remember, the original location for Dark Side Records was on uh, on Main Street next to a pizza place. It was like a, a, a tenth of the size of the one now, which is the old OTB where I used yeah. to place bets for the Kentucky Derby for our mother. People like nostalgia and Dark Side Records is a perfect uh, similar you know, building that's kind of open because of that. Bryce and I will go after the show because she loves thumbing through the 45s. But uh, Harding estimates that the store has around 4,000 members who regularly rent films. There's 1,200 titles and she goes nearby to all the big box stores to purchase all the DVDs. So yep. it's a lucrative business. They're going to keep it open. Yeah, so that's a wonderful thing. It's definitely something that we recommend. I'm now going to binge Bloodline, so I'll report back in a couple weeks. We're the Coleman Brothers, dropping knowledge on Z93. We skip the light, Fandango. Turns cartwheels across the floor. I was feeling kind of seasick.
Brothers on Z93, Color by Numbers from 1967. We've been trying to get this song on the air. It's from Procol Harum. Wider Shade of Pale using the film The Big Chill. Well, this is a good opportunity to talk about Big Chill. Now, the biggest piece of trivia with that, I mean, it, 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 when you first found out, it was like, really? But now it's it's almost a cliche. Who plays the dead guy? It was Kevin Costner, but before he was like, you know, a big name. Yeah, so you just see his hands. Um, the, the movie, I think, was probably one of the biggest sweeping changes in the industry that you could have asked for. It was like circa 1982. Yep. The soundtrack was so big that the soundtrack had a sequel. And it was a launching pad for a number of careers. And uh, even though Mr. Costner would, you know, didn't get any FaceTime, but... Um, the soundtrack, it was almost exclusively Motown. It was, a, it was on Motown Records. Yep. And then it had this. And it, for a long time in the CD era, it was the only way you could get the original single version of Whiter Shade of Pale. And during the pandemic, I tried to watch as many movies from the 80s that i never seen. Mm. And uh, again, a shout out to Cousin Alan. He said, you got to watch The Big Chill. Tom Berenger's in it. William Hurt's in it. Um, Jeff Goldblum is in it. I mean, it's just a great, Glenn Close. great cast. Glenn Close is in it. So anyways, we're going to be uh, wrapping up the show. And we want, again, to plug our Facebook page. Go to the Coven Brothers on Z93 Facebook page. We know that you listen to us because we keep telling you to like the page. And we've got like four new likes since last. Like- All right, let's, let's, let's do a little uh, test here. Next week is Father's Day. Father's Day. All right, you're a dad. I'm obviously a dad. Bryce, am I a dad? Yeah. All right. So why don't you post pictures of 
you with your dads. Let's see how many we can get. All right, so I'll post some photos of Frank. We'll bring him back and put him on the page. <laughs> Let's face it. He's part of the show. I'm sure we'll have some kind of tie-in with uh, Father's Day for uh, next week's show as well. So mm-hmm. definitely check it out. We'll play dad rock. <laughs> <laughs> Is that dad rock? Turn it up. We're going to play some BTO for my brother Tommy. <laughs> we can do that. That's, that's, that. That is probably the ultimate example of dad rock. All right, so we'll do that for you. We need to get out of here and fire up the grill. Sundays are made for grilling. They are indeed, and I love myself some grilled sausages, the patties. you got to get them patties at Stop and Shop. That's what I was doing last week. Snossages. Remember that commercial? Snossages. <laughs> All right, since we did a Frank reference, and we did a lot of Frank references throughout the show, we got to play some Bob Dylan. Uh, Bob Dylan always works. The only concert I ever took my father to, and uh, Willie Nelson was there as well. Dutchess Stadium, that's another story for another time. All these kids are smoking dope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he would hate the fact that it's legal now. We are the Colvin Brothers on... D93. Early one morning the sun was shining I was laying in bed Wondering if she'd change it all If her hair was still red Her folks, they said our lives together Sure was gonna be rough They never did like mama's homemade dress Papa's bank book wasn't big enough And I was standing on the side of the road Rain falling on my shoes Heading out for the east coast Lord knows I paid some dues Getting through Tangled up in blue She was married when we first met her Soon to be divorced I helped her out of a jam, I guess But I used a little too much force We drove that car as far as we could Abandoned it out west the green it was best And she turned around to look at me as I was walking away I heard her say over my shoulder We'll meet again someday on the avenue Tangled up in blue Job in the great north woods Working as a cook for a spell But I never did like it all that much And one day the axe just fell So I drifted down to New Orleans Where I lucky with a being employed Working for a while on a fishing boat Right outside of Delacroix But all the while I was alone The past was close behind I seen a lot of women But she never escaped my mind And I just grew This place and I stopped in for a beer I just kept looking at the side of her face And the spotlight so clear And later on when the crowd thinned out I was just about to do the same She was standing there in the back of my chair I said, Timmy, don't I know your name? I muttered something underneath my breath She studied the lines of my face I must admit, felt a little uneasy When she bent down to tie the laces of my shoes I thought you'd never say hello, she said You look like a silent type And she opened up a book of poems And handed it to me 